You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is your host, Brady Burkett, and today I'm joined by Andre Hano, co-founder of Bird Wingo. Bird Wingo is the first truly commission-free trading app for Central and Eastern Europe. And today, I'm excited to be speaking with Andre about building the next great fintech brand. Andre, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Brady. Looking forward to it. So to kick things off, Andre, uh, would you mind introducing yourself a little bit about your background and uh, a little bit about the founding story behind Bird Wingo? Yeah, sure. Happy to do it. Uh, so one of, I'm one of the co-founders, and uh, my background is mostly in uh, strategy consulting. So that's what I've been doing before. And then at some point, I thought that actually coming back from, from actually originally coming from the CE region, from Central and Eastern Europe, I would all often go back home to sort of like see how things are there. And um, having having sort of worked in uh, London, Germany, and the Netherlands, I would always see that uh, there are investment options for people to, to basically for retail customers. And I was surprised that actually in Central and Eastern Europe, something like this was missing. And uh, people were often paying hefty fees to these like dodgy legacy stockbrokers where they had like no idea what they were paying for. The service was very clunky. And uh, I thought that things could be better. And uh, so me and my co-founder, Adam, we looked at it and we looked at especially the infrastructure part and we thought that we could we could actually pull it off. So, so we started doing it and uh, we really care about allowing more people in like a super underserved region of Central and Eastern Europe to be able to invest. So there are like hundreds, around 150 million people, just if you count the the states that are part of the EU and uh, the number of people or the percentage of people who actually invest is just around like sub 15%, which is, which is really stunning when you compare it to Western Europe or the US where it's like more, more than half. So we, we really want to activate these people who do not invest and, uh, and uh, make sure that we allow them to take advantage of basically compounding and uh, be able to make their financial lives better. It's a really interesting phenomenon that you're mentioning about the market itself. And just for for folks listening, we're recording this podcast towards the end of March and Bird Wingo is expected to launch in a matter of of a few weeks here. So Bird Wingo may be live by the time you you hear this episode. And you know, in understanding, you know, where we are on the timeline of fintech development, Andre if if there are still only 15% of folks in Central and Eastern Europe that are investing. Meanwhile, we've had Robinhood live in the States since you know 2013 or 2014. What's that delta? Why has it taken six or seven years for innovative fintech founders to build to this market? I would say I would say it's a combination of many things, but one one of the things that really stand out is the infrastructure part. So in Europe, uh, the markets are a bit fragmented and uh, it's a bit more, you don't have many of the infrastructure players that really help you pull something like this off in Europe, whereas in, in the US, um, 
players like this have been there. And um, one interesting thing is that how you how fintechs in general, and it doesn't matter if you're like a neo bank or like a neo broker, how you build out the infrastructure. So in the past, it used to be that you build it out from scratch and you build it out basically on your own. Whereas now it's it seems to be much more sen- it, it seems to be making much more sense to um, be outsourcing many of the many of the processes uh, to other players. And because if these players are starting to these infrastructure players are starting to pop up, sort of like have been starting to pop up in the past few years, um, now it's the time to make this um, make this work. Yeah, it, it makes sense. And, um, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast with some other guests who are building those infrastructure companies, you know, kind of about the, the mission and, and what they're aiming to do to enable brands like Birdwingo to launch and really focus on the customer. So let's talk a little bit about that and, and how Birdwingo is prioritizing the customer experience and the brand, the brand relationship that you're building to, to speak to those customers. So how does how does Birdwingo plan to stand out? Yeah, very good question. So here we really want to focus on, first of all, Central and Eastern Europe, and second of all, on sort of like the younger demographic, because we really see that people are interested in investing, especially these days when the inflation in, in CEE is, re, is, is reaching double-digit numbers. And uh, with sort of like the uh, security, perceived security issues uh, stemming from the from the uh, situation in uh, Ukraine, people really, really want uh, to find something that they believe is secure that will protect their money. And many times, people believe that actually uh, Western equity markets can uh, can facilitate this. So we, what we really want to do is we want to provide the access, the super simple access to people who have been investing in the past, but also to the people who have not, uh, to be able to do this very easily, very, very quickly with friends and um, and to be able to have some fun along the way. Yeah. And, and I think this is a, an interesting topic here um, about building the infrastructure for a lot of um, cross-border transactions, right? And, and that, that speaks to the piece you mentioned earlier about looking for partnerships with reliable companies that will enable you to really build out the full customer experience, the full product suite, and not get bogged down in some of the uh, very important, but, but, but pretty boring uh, plumbing of, of how the payments and investment system work. Um, so, you know, happy to share that the currency cloud is, is working with Birdwingo um, to solve for some of these challenges. So can we talk a little bit about how you're building that trust into the platform um, in, in working with different partners? How do you evaluate which infrastructure partners to work with? Um, you know, feel free to, to mention any other names that, that you're interested in um, highlighting here. Yeah, uh, trust is super important for, for users in Central and Eastern Europe and actually all over Europe. And um, so how we how we pick our partners, we really care about, we, we really care that their, um, their solution is scalable and that we can, once uh, the, the user numbers grow significantly, we really want to be able to rely on our partners. So we are here because of this reason, 
among others, uh, are partnering with uh, you guys with Currency Clouds. We're also partnering with Alpaca Markets on the brokerage side. And this really allows us to build this very easily using APIs and, uh, and be able to scale it very quickly. Yeah, and, and in line with, with trust and building partnerships with, with trusted vendors, you know, I think there are a few more elements that go into building a great consumer brand. First, you know, as we dive into some of those elements that you're really focused on at Bird Wingo, can you um, share a little bit more about who your target customer is? We, we know the region you're targeting, but who, who within that region is really going to be the, the first group of customers to use the service? Yeah, we're primarily focusing on millennials and Generation C customers. So these are the people who are greatly underserved. So they're used to using like all of these modern apps, either social media or even like some, some neobanks. And many times when it comes to investing, they actually have to go to these like super legacy players, such as like legacy banks or legacy stockbrokers. And suddenly they have to like come somewhere and go somewhere in person. They have to submit the paperwork. They have to sign the paperwork in person and so on. And this is this is really annoying for people. Plus the fact that uh, it's not transparent. They don't really know what they're paying for. They suddenly find out once once sort of like getting their money back that actually quite a quite a big sum of the money is missing and then they go back to terms and conditions and find out that oh actually there was like this fee and that fee so what we really care is that like the, the our users really care about transparent pricing and being able to see how much they are paying for what and um, plus given that it's like a very young demographic they want to be consuming the service in a way that they are consuming other services, that being, as I mentioned, social media or something else. So they many times, many of the people that uh, are our target customers have not invested before and or, or know what to invest in, but are not sort of like these like super, super professional day traders. And uh, many times they need some sort of a lead. They need some help in terms of like, okay, so what do I do first? And um, and so here we really want to make it social. So that is like one aspect of the app to, to allow you to invest with your friends and see what your friends are doing and get like advice from them and, and so on. We also heavily want to focus on education. So, so that users do understand at least the uh, investment basics, so they understand what ETFs are, how to invest, and 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 so on, uh, so that they could be making informed decisions, but so that it doesn't overwhelm them. So we want to be making it very simple for them, uh, but in the meantime, giving them uh, education, which we which we consider very responsible. One thing that I would also mention is that our demographic deeply cares about the social impact of their investment. And uh, so many people are interested in ESG investing and they they really care if the company that they uh, buy, is it is it actually gonna be like polluting uh, the oceans or, or is it gonna be a company that has ties to the Russian government? And uh, so, so this is something that is important and we really want to empower them with the information so that they can be making the the end decisions. Yeah, you, you, you've given me a lot to unpack here, Andres. I appreciate that that response. Um, it was it was pretty comprehensive. 
Um, you know, just just Thanks. to to speak to one of your points about bringing on new users. We talked in a previous podcast. I think you can find it on our show page with Dan Raju from Tradeer. We talked about the graduation of investors from entering the market as as retail investors and growing their account size, their sophistication, and the products they're interested in investing in. Um, so you know, it's really it's really interesting that you're focused on that entry level customer. So you know, I, I might want to come back to this, Andre, and and hear about how. Bird Wingo is aiming to grow with its customer base and, and kind of mature along that same path. But you you also mentioned that trust and transparency has been hugely important. You know, the the experience of filling out paperwork, putting it in the mail, putting a check in the mail, not knowing when the funds are going to land, not knowing your account size unless someone sends you a, a monthly or quarterly statement. In all of these elements, I think we've done away with in so many parts of our life, but for some reason, there's still a huge legacy component of these pen and paper services in financial services. So I, I guess, you know, when it comes to money, you know, I, I might be teeing you up for, for a pretty softball question here, but you know, can, can you just talk a little bit more about how important it is for these services to, to be brought into the new digital age? It seems like millennials have brands for everything from trusted mattress companies to trusted places to look for roommates. Um, you know, wh- why is it taken long for financial services to really build out those brands in that same wave? Yeah, I think it's to a great extent because it's the barriers to entry have been extremely high. So as I said before, you have to build out everything from scratch. You have to get uh, the uh, regulatory approvals basically from, from scratch. Now you can partner with, with uh, uh, a couple of folks that um, can basically outsource this for you. Same for the brokerage, right? Like you had to basically connect to, to it uh, by on your own. Now you can now you can use uh, some other services like Alpaca Markets to, to basically do this. Uh, same goes for the currency conversions and and for the money flow, right? So so in the past it was very very difficult because you have to use your own bank, which would like overcharge you and so on. Now you can use folks like like you guys like currency clouds and, and do it much much cheaper and basically more in a more reliable way. So so this is one one of the, probably the biggest reason. And you know as we talk about getting consumers to begin investing. You mentioned two areas to highlight here. Um, the first being the social element of what Bird Wingo is building into its platform, enabling folks to collaborate on ideas. Um, and then the, the second element you mentioned is a, is a real focus on ESG investing and highlighting the research and information that folks need to make a confident decision in how to invest. So these two are, are interconnected. I'd imagine a lot of the interest in ESG investing is coming from social places, talking with friends about what's going on. So can you talk a little bit more about um, two of those specific ESG elements you, you highlighted, climate change, and right now, a very timely example of uh, connections to Russia and, and kind of unsavory uh, foreign actors and, and, and you know which companies are touching those markets. Can you talk a little bit about how that all plays in along with the social element and, and specifics of what Birdwingo is aiming to, to help its users do here? 
Uh, yeah, of course. We we want to primarily give the users the option to to choose what they want to do with their money. So we want to give them the information to be able to make informed decisions on sort of like what is right and what is wrong. For some, of course, this is not important, but for many, this is something that really, really changes everything. If you know that you are buying a company and like supporting it through basically buying, that is actively supporting the Russian government or or even is like vaguely um, is is not really willing to make any public statements uh, when it comes to the invasion of uh, Ukraine, then of course this really matters to a lot of a lot of the people, and many times people don't know because many of because finding out this information is quite difficult for them. So if you can have it like all in one app, basically when you invest, you know that okay, I can invest and be and be sure that actually I'm not going to be harming the planet or I'm not going to be doing something that is against that goes against my values that is that is something very important and of course uh, as you said you often discuss it with friends and uh, you jointly discuss okay so does this information that I've received does it actually make sense to not be making the decision or not we we just want to like very clearly mark companies that are doing something good and then companies that are not. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'd, I'd imagine that lowers kind of that, the hesitancy of folks to, to get involved in the program and begin investing with Birdwingo. So, you know, going along with, with a couple of these themes here, we talk on the show about how FinTech brands really align behind its customer. And it's, and it's a, it seems like a, an obvious thing. But it hasn't always been the case in financial services that the service provider will align with its customer, not only on building the platform that the customer wants as opposed to what the financial service provider wants, but also on pricing and monetization. So can you speak to Birdwingo's plans here on how you you aim to work with the customer as they go from being a non-investor to first-time investor to seasoned investor, what that expectation is, uh, knowing that Birdwingo is, is going to be commission-free on trades. Yeah, right. So as you said, we want to be commission-free, truly commission-free on trades. And uh, and that basically for us means that we are not marking up the exchange rate. We are not uh, charging uh, fees for executing trades we are not uh having we, we don't have any withdrawal fee or top-up fee or or anything like that we want to make the pricing very transparent so what we are doing is uh, we operate a premium account where users get premium functionality so this is something for people who either have more money or who are a bit more professional uh, or semi-professional and so so that is that is sort of important for us so we want to allow everyone to invest free of charge and then of course if you are a seasoned investor you can invest and uh, you can you can purchase a premium account which will give you a uh, significantly better experience but if you don't want to do this or if you invest just let's say smaller amounts initially, then of course you can use the service for free. And I think this is becoming uh, a really important way for brands to work with customers. So, so, you know, it's obviously important to get folks in 
the top of the funnel as first time investors. And we've heard that Birdwingo is, is building out social elements, building out ESG reporting information to make, especially their target customers of millennials, comfortable with investing for the first time. Um, a huge component of that is going to be the digital experiences that you provide working with trusted partners in the back end as well. And as the, we, we talked about the, the metric of only 15% of individuals in Central and Eastern Europe are investing. Meanwhile, over half of individuals in the US and in Western Europe are investing. As you close that gap and bring millennial investors, I'm sure millennials, of, or, or excuse me, investors of all ages uh, will be attracted to the platform. As you close that gap and, and hopefully surpass or, or even get to, you know, a majority of individuals investing. Um, how does Birdwingo plan to grow with those users, whether new products, new services? Have you identified a strategy to really have that, that customer journey from day one through to being a, a sophisticated investor and, and relying on, on Birdwingo to support them in, in that? We definitely want to be the go-to place for people to invest in Europe. So basically, if you're European and you want to have a trustworthy partner who you know exactly what you're being charged for, uh, that is something that we're trying to build. And uh, of course, down the road, we want to be including uh, other products. Initially, as I said, we're starting with stocks and ETFs, but down the road, we want to be including other products. So stocks and ETFs are completely commission-free, no sort of... No, no, there are no hidden fees, nothing like that. It's it's basically commission-free for up to uh, a, a spe specific investment, monthly investment allowance. And then you basically uh, can, you can, of course, like purchase a premium account. And uh, down the road, we also want to be including more and more features, uh, such as crypto, actively managed portfolios, and so on, uh, which there are segments, customer segments, which, which really uh, care about this. So there are some customers who um, really want to just give you the money and you just like do something with the money. And there are some customers who actually want to uh, invest themselves. So this is definitely something that we're looking, uh, looking at uh, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. I think, you know, we, we kind of understood a bit more about, you know, what, what Bird at Wingo is building out, the brand you're looking to build. You know, there's there's certainly a long way to go, Andre, and, and your work is cut out for you, but it sounds like there's certainly an opportunity within this product vertical of investing and within the region of, of Central and Eastern Europe. And, you know, you're you're taking the first meaningful stab there, and I'm, I'm sure we'll be quite successful. So as we look to, to wrap up the show, I'm curious if there are, you know, specific things that folks should be looking for as Birdwingo starts going live in, in markets, how individuals can get in touch with the company, sign up for accounts, get in touch with you? Yeah. So uh, definitely people can uh, go directly to birdwingo.com uh, where, where they can sign up to our wait list or actually perhaps by the end of uh, the airing of the show, uh, we'll, be, we'll be live. And uh, of course, we are super, super happy always to get feedback from, from everyone. So we are making this customer-centric. We really care about building a community of people. So not just sort of like being this like anonymous 
app that you used to invest or like a bank that you used to invest or stockbroker that you that you used to invest but we really want to be a community of people and we care about this and we really care about feedback so anyone can reach out to us when it comes to feedback or if you want to help us make things better always or, or work with us super super happy to hear from you and to hear what you think awesome thanks andre thanks brady most pleasure You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.